Hi, this is Kay from the fairytalesite.net, where we explore the genre on screen, in theater, and in books. This podcast is specifically designed for the roundtable discussion of the NBC hit series Grimm. Joining me is Ruben from Nice Girls TV and the fairytalesite.com. Um, we are really excited about this episode this week. A lot of the things we've been waiting to happen um, happened, and so um, we can't wait to get started. Uh, do you want to start us out, Ruben? Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start. I think my head exploded after watching that episode. Diana just, could have made your head explode by the looks of it. I, yeah, yeah. I just literally sat there, like, frozen to the screen, like, oh, my God, what am I watching? This is just so intense. The skull? It was, yeah. The skull I, I, mirror? I, <laughs> just all of it. The, the The fact that she has the powers that she has were mind-boggling. I mean, we we kind of have always known that she was going to be really powerful, but just all the things that she was able to do, I was just floored. There's very little more dangerous than a spoiled child with strong magical powers. Yes, and and obvious mummy and daddy issues, and and not necessarily. Well, I mean, you can't really say they're in a bad way because she obviously loves her parents, but that's manifesting itself in a really bad way. Well, she loves parents that she doesn't even know. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing is how does she even remember either of them? And you would think, why doesn't she seem slightly more traumatized by the fact that yeah. her foster parents? who it looked like had a, you know, had a very nice life for her, um, are, you know, she has to know that they're dead. I mean, how could she not? I mean, with what went on in that house. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not just like they pulled the bodies and hid them somewhere and dragged her out without her seeing anything that happened there. Yeah. And we can assume that the people that were taking care of her were probably not just normal people. I they, can't imagine that they would have hired just, you know, run-of-the-mill humans who had no idea what HW or Black Claw or the Vessin world, they're not going to do that. They're going to get people that are Vessin and know that world and can protect her. Obviously not to the level that, you know, she needed, but given, you know, that she was taken and they lost their lives, but it was just an incredible episode the whole way through. Yeah, I they've really, um, by bringing Diana in and giving her these powers, it's really upset the dynamic of so much stuff now, because I was really feeling bad for Adeline, because she kind of feels like she's between a rock and a hard place, and I got to give her credit she is. I mean, she's being yeah. she's being blackmailed. Um, and then, you know, she's seeing um, Diana in her head. And at first I thought that it was just kind of more that she was, act, you know, she was just tortured, you know, by the thought of, of missing her. Mm-hmm. But now I think that uh, Diana actually was in her head. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly it certainly looked that way. Um, that was the impression I got halfway through that I thought that she, the same as you, that that was just the, the manifested guilt in, in Adeline's head. It was making her see her 
but then in the episode went along, it's like, oh my God, Diane is actually doing that to her mom. And the reaction when she made that connection with Eve, have we yeah. seen anything that has made Eve drop her deadpan? She's usually nope. just, you know, it's all good. I mean, with as much mm-hmm. power Eve has, you know, as concerned as she appears to be. Yeah, there's there's some really serious stuff that's going to be coming down the pike. And I I truly think that what Diana did really, really freaked Eve out a lot. Yeah. And I mean, no how could how could Black Claw or Renard or, you know, clearly Adeline ever think that they could control Diana? And I think that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. And she's only what? Technically, I would consider her maybe an eight or nine year old. Is that kind of? I, I don't think we have any that? idea. I mean, she should be like three, right? Or something like that. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> really not that old. But I'm just I'm I'm just guessing that maybe she's supposed to be around eight or nine. You know, when she you know, obviously she's growing at a exponential rate at this point. But when she's a teenager, so yeah, five months and she's a teenager, or or whatever it is, or five years, whatever. What you know what I mean? When yeah. she's a teenager and whether she really has the hormones going through her whole body. It's going to be frightening what what she can do the older that she gets, if she can already do the stuff that she's doing. Yeah, and yeah. particularly, and that's what they were worried about, and that's why they sent her off with Kelly um, Burkhart in the first place, because they knew yeah, she would exactly. be really powerful and thought that Kelly could protect her. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. really and, and keep, keep her kind of on neutral gr- and keep her on neutral ground. And obviously, that's that's not going to be the case. the The thing that really got my attention was that didn't she make a? The, it was a phone call. Adeline thought it was Renard, and it was actually Diana that she can actually mimic Renard. Yeah, that if she can do that for Renard. How many other people can she do that with? Can she do that with everybody? Oh yeah, she is scary. She's totally children of the corn. I called it. Yeah, yeah, you did totally call that. There is no question. It's not just the blonde hair. <laughs> no, she is. She is potentially evil. Yeah, yeah. But, there is no doubt about that whatsoever. So, so that kind of leads us into poor Adeline. I really feel for her, mm-hmm. but seriously. You know, she, okay, so she actually told Nick she got her powers back. So A for communication yeah, so at least there, like, yeah. finally. Finally, yeah. And then, but even though it, she she figured it out right away that Nick already knew. Yeah, but at least, yeah. at least she told him. And so, and she told him that Renard, you know, she, she told him that. So why the heck didn't she tell him the whole thing? When Renard yeah. called her and said, you have to make a decision, why why the heck did she leave him a note? By the way, I took our son. I love you. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. You know that. Yeah, and then at the end, all the words disappeared except "I have to protect you." I mean, that's great and all, but they could have maybe come up with—I don't know what kind of plan they could have come up with—but they might have been able to do something if she'd just been a little more open about it. Because I have a feeling, you know the the serious grim side of Nick is going to come out, you know, the, the father protector, the whole thing. This couldn't, this is not going to end well with her taking Kelly away from him like that. I I don't necessarily know that it's going to end badly for 
her. But I Not think it's going to end but I think very bad. I have the potential. I think it's a potential to end very badly for Renard. And geez, if I was Black Claw, the last thing mm-hmm. I would want is is Team Grim up in in arms. And so, how is this going to yeah. work if Renard is then going to have them as like the happy family? Where? How is he going to explain this sudden family? And mm-hmm. um, how you know, like it just. How is that gonna fly? And of course, that led me to wonder who Adeline, to- who who everyone thinks is the mother. I mean, sorry, is the father of Kelly because she's taking Kelly to work. You know, so exactly. I wonder. I wonder who everyone in the Vessen world thinks is the father. I'm presuming that they don't know that they don't know that it's Nick. That it's yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm sure they're not gonna like the fact that she had a kid with a grim. That's not that's gonna be frowned upon, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm interested mm-hmm. of how, how they're gonna get up in public with this instant family when so many people in Portland know that's not actually true. Yeah. And you know, why would he why would he keep it secret all this time? It just yeah. doesn't it it doesn't jibe. I just would really like them to give us some kind of explanation how they're gonna present that. Yeah. I did get the idea that Renard um may have been pushed a little further than he wanted to go because I, I think Perhaps. he now realizes he I think before he was ambitious enough to think he could pull this off and he could be in charge. But now I think it's become a little bit more clear to him who's actually in charge. Um, you know, that's definitely not him. <laughs> yeah, that slimy, um, that slimy guy that approached Adeline and basically was like, if you can't get her to come, we're going to kill her. So now Renard is kind of getting blackmailed, too. And I feel less bad for him than I feel for Adeline. But yeah. Yeah, because I Nick think it's going to go Adeline, full he's... blown, you know, daddy mm-hmm. grim problem. And it ain't going to be pretty. Exactly. No, I don't think any of it's going to be pretty. But I think that's kind of. That's <laughs> kind of the, the, the world of Grimm. Yeah. So we'll we'll have mm-hmm. to see where that goes. Um, I yeah. it's kind of on a um, you know, speaking of the world and and Black Claw. Um, okay, of course Hank's new girlfriend is being um is being manipulated by Black Claw again. Yeah. You, that was pretty obvious. That? You oh, yeah. called that. Oh, of course yeah. I called that. As soon as they showed, interested in Nick. Yeah. Yeah. As, as soon as they showed that, I think the guy's name is Bonaparte. Am I remembering yeah. that correctly? Yeah. I'm calling him Slimy as, Guy, but yes, his name is Bonaparte. Slimy Guy. Yeah. That that actually fits better. But the minute they showed him in the house, I was screaming at my TV, Kay was right! Kay was right! And it's two seconds after Hank says to everyone, well, clearly we should watch our backs. Duh. Oh. So I, yeah, I, I have a feeling he's going to end up being compromised, not necessarily um, in terms of loyalty, but kidnapped or something. Yeah, I, I just, I just hope that that. So I hope something happens, not anything like serious, but something you know that t- makes those uh, the light bulb go off over his head to make him start being very suspicious of her. Yeah, do you know what Although, I mean? Before anything, before anything really horrible happens i mean that light bulb barely went off with adeline yeah that's true but But, you know there were some cookies involved but lord knows what she's feeding him 
Oh. But yeah, that I was yeah, you you knew he couldn't be happy because no one gets to be happy except for Monroe and Rosalie in short doses. Yes. But everybody else is miserable. Yeah, they've had enough of uh, a number of bad, really, really bad things happen to them, but um, I don't, I don't want to see anything really horrible happen to Hank. Yeah, or any of them I, for that matter. But I hope having not that girl either, back in his life, because everyone else has had awful things, like Wu. Yes. What about Neander Wu? Yeah, I love, I love that whole little. Is that your new hashtag, Neander Wu? <laughs> I didn't make it up. It was somebody else's hashtag. I oh, just, somebody uh, else's, but it's I still very it. good. Yeah, it's still very good because. When you when you when they showed it back the recording that Monroe made it was like and then I saw that little hashtag I'm like yeah he does look more Neanderthal than Bluebot because he's not Vessin so getting scratched by a lycanthrope how does that actually affect a, a human being as opposed to a Vessin is it just typical that they look more Neanderthal than you know, I'm, I'm betting that there's probably not canon to go back to on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing this is this is a whole new offshoot of the of the tree. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested to trying see to come up with how they're gonna handle. So I, I'm not sure. I think it's a good idea for Wu was like, yeah, I just got to learn to deal with this. Yeah, I would I learn to deal with it with idea. Monroe sleeping on my couch is how I would learn to deal with it. Because yeah, I think he, you're blacking he out. Help. Yes, he he needs he needs a really good support system with him until hopefully Monroe and Rosalie can actually figure it out. Here's one time that Rosalie actually doesn't have the answer from from whatever book or knowledge, past knowledge that she, she, she has. She can't pull out Aramaic or yeah, um, it, you know whatever. Rue kind of reminds me of Lupin from Harry Potter when he was a kid. Yes. And he needed James and um, and uh, um, uh, Sirius to yeah. kind of go out with him and keep him out of trouble. I feel like that's what Wu needs. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a good right. idea. But there's still yeah. room for him to be healed with the stick of necessity. Yes, there, there, there is that because they haven't actually mentioned that. For a couple of episodes now. No, we use you know we use the tunnels as a way for Eve and Adeline's confrontation to be overheard, but but then we mm-hmm. haven't really gone back. So that is I yeah. that's got to come up by the end of the season. And actually, that reminded me um, with Eve. So Eve is getting more and more human each. Mm-hmm. She, like she's you know her facade is dropping. Like when she said to Nick, like very earnestly. I will do everything I can to to protect Kelly. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. You know, we're seeing more and more emotion, so I'm really interested to see what happens mm-hmm. with that character. Although I like Eve, I I think I would be pretty annoyed if now suddenly Eve and Nick are back together, and then Adeline and Nick are out. Like I don't think I can handle any more of the wife swap thing going on. But yeah, yeah. But we'll have to. Well, see and where I still that know. That, I still know that there's there's some fans out there that don't like the whole Nick and Adeline thing. They don't don't like it at all. And I mean, I get I get where they're coming from, but we still have the the, the fact that. 
they share Kelly working at Adeline's going to be in his life somehow, one way yeah. or another. Well, unless depending he on where her. all this goes. Yeah, well, there is always there's or, always or that. Else if if he gets her. angry. Yeah, yeah, but you know, with whatever Black Claw has planned for Renard. Does she kind of have the trump card that, well, we can't do anything to her because we need her for Renard? Yeah, I all There's I know is so Kelly better show some powers. And they better, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Kelly can outdo his sister. I mean, there's a possibility. I mean, has, has there? I mean, they've never really brought it up, but has a grim ever had a child with a Vesson before? That they have any kind of canon to go back to on that either? I'm guessing um, Grimm's and Hexen Beasts have probably never had a child together. No, That's probably I, yeah. a new one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's more than possible that Kelly could be way more powerful than Diana, and that could be bad and good all at the same time, just the yeah. same way that it is with Diana. At the end of the season, it's just going to be like two kids duking it out. But, <laughs> like, a, you know, <laughs> Kelly will be in his bassinet, but... I they're yeah. building up to badness. I I'm really worried they're yeah. going to kill somebody else before the end of the season. Um, I don't I don't I don't want to see that happen. But given the direction that everything's going in, it's going to be kind of hard not to have a loss. Somebody has to somewhere. be mortally injured at least, you know. Yeah, because they're going to have to have a big bang finale. Yeah. After everything that they've, you know, built all this all up. up to. Yep. Yeah. All the lead up has to go has to go somewhere. Yeah. We're 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 all gonna be on the edge of our, our seats waiting to see what's gonna happen. And you almost can guess that they're gonna have start having commercials. Don't miss the last two minutes of the grim finale. Yeah. Yep. They you love know? that. Yep. Yeah, no, they I, love they totally love doing right. that stuff. They love doing that stuff. You know, and then they'll have, no heads they'll have some kind of, huh? yeah, please, I don't want that again. Yeah. They'll probably have some little, little thing at the very end. Didn't they do it last year that there was some little statement that they made and we will be back and something, I can't remember what it is now. It just totally went out of my head. They had little writing at the very end of last year's um, finale. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens with this one, but um, yeah. It was it was a cool episode and a dark episode, but I think there was mm-hmm. one moment of levity that I really liked. So I want to get back around to that um, mm-hmm. when Meisner is going, um, you know, is going to check out the home where Diana was living, and yeah. he runs into the Hundiager, and his shirt yeah. just conveniently gets ripped he comes off. off. Yeah, it was like, ooh, shirtless Meisner. I can get behind that. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. First of all, the Twitter, <laughs> the writers on Twitter were hilarious about it. And so clearly yeah. they all just sat around and were like, okay, guys, let's rip Meisner's shirt off. You know, that was, you know, because it'll be funny and the fans will love it. And so I loved mm-hmm. that. And then the only thing I love more than that was it was when um when suddenly we find out the trouble's back and yeah. then trouble kills a guy the hundiager and then is like he's like kind of like Meisner's like well kind of where were you and she's like oh I was t- making sure that there were only three and he's like there were three and she's like oh yeah I got those <laughs> we're good yeah she was like so matter of fact I'm like this is so trouble and that's the perfect way to kind of bring her back into the episode it just fits so perfectly with her character. 
Yep, indeed. And I then, think I think that was I think that was probably my favorite scene, even though it was you know her cutting the guy's hand off and and you know all of that. But it was just it was a really well done scene. I agree. It was um, yeah. I was definitely going to call it my favorite scene too. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I uh, yeah. it was I a great think, opener. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's kind of the discussion I have for for this week because I think there's just so much we don't know and so much we've already talked about um, in the past yeah. podcast that this is all kind of um, building up. But I'm really excited for next week. Well, the the thing that I'm worried about is when they did the clips for the next episode, they just said Fridays, and then if you I get TV Guide every week. And Grimm is actually not listed to be on next Friday. So I don't know what's going on because I only leave them a couple of episodes. Right. So that's interesting because yeah. um, on the app that I use, Series Guide, it said that there's a new episode next week. The, yeah, so I don't know what's going on. The NBC yeah, Grimm tweeted, we'll be back in two weeks. But then one of the yeah. writers said, we'll see you next week. Yeah, so, so obviously we're getting we're getting conflicting things. So it's either we are getting a new episode or we're not, or NBC just is obviously very unclear about what their schedule yeah. is for Friday. Well, the other thing is, though, what's kind of interesting is that they gave us the teaser. And a lot of times if the episode mm-hmm. isn't the next week, they don't give you the teaser. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I think um, I'm sure that we'll find out in another day or two, but, but weird yeah. because... Yeah, to have people from the show on Twitter say two different things, and and mm-hmm. again the fact that um, you know that it doesn't fit with um, with the app I use, which I haven't known to be wrong very often in the past. So yeah, so yeah. maybe and it will just be two weeks. That, yeah, well, and it's just the fact that do you really want to lose that momentum when you're going into the last episodes of the season? It's one thing to take a break if you're running a normal quote-unquote normal season that you take a break somewhere in in March but when you're leading up to those last episodes you don't want to miss a week yeah you lose lose the flow and the momentum and it's just it's it's a bad move so I'm hoping that they just have to figure out their figure out their schedule and get everybody on the same page I don't know, but they're going to go late into May for sure, regardless. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll have to see what happens. Well, but. from from all the reports that I've been seeing, and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong, they're supposed to have the finale on May 20th. Does that work, Matt? Um, in terms of the number of episodes left? Um, I'm not sure, but everything that I've been seeing, whenever I go out to check all of the finale dates. May 20th is the date that the few lists that I've seen so far has been has been has been listed for the for the grim finale. Now whether that actually works out to be the amount of episodes that they actually ordered for this season, I'm not sure. But I haven't seen any other um conflicting dates unless at the last minute they decided, "Oh, we're going to skip the 6th and then do like three back to back and finish up, you know, on the 27th." I don't know, but we don't have that many days left for them to be to be skipping an episode or skipping a week rather. Right. It's just very strange. So, um <clears throat> what they have so on Wikipedia, the uh-huh. source of all information, um yeah. <laughs> they have no episode next week and then 
two hours, um, the the 21st and the 22nd, or I mean the episode 21, 22, both on May 20th. Oh, maybe they're doing a back-to-back kind of thing and having a big blowout night. Yeah, so that oh. may be what's going on. So anyway, okay. we'll, we'll yeah. find out, I'm I sure. Guess we'll, find out soon. we'll find out soon enough because we'll have to start either showing commercials of of the, the last few episodes. They're going to have to pu- publicize it at yeah. some point. I suspect that's what they're doing because that would fit because I can't imagine TV Guide being wrong. Um. Well, I mean, they're not always perfect, but most of the time they're they're pretty accurate. Yeah, and you would you know, expect unless, the show Twitter to be correct, although you would also expect the writer's Twitter to be correct, so who knows? Yeah, the writer you would think would have an idea, especially if it's their episode. <laughs> well, I don't know who, but, yeah. um, I'm not sure whose episode it was, but anyway, yeah. I think yeah. that we will, we will find out, but it will be exciting regardless. So I think yeah. that wraps our program for the week. Uh, be sure yeah. to leave your questions, comments, or concerns in the comments um, below on the website um, and join us for our next podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fairytale Sites, where um, I uh, bring the snark on Friday nights um, for the East Coast. And um, we thank you for listening. And please, if you enjoy our podcast, share it um, with your um, friends and colleagues who are also Grimm fans. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you either next week or the week after. Take care.